Was Nikki Gordon's breakout real? We're going to break that down and more on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, October 14th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Again, this is Nash Walker, three seasons on a daily basis, breaking down these Minnesota Twins season four, writing about the Minnesota Twins at twinsdaily.com. Some fun playoff baseball going on. We're going to look at Nick Gordon and whether his breakout was real in 2022. Is this sustainable? Because it's a big question for the Twins offense. I found a shocking stat today. It was shocking to me. So we'll look at this. Was it real? What can we expect from Nicky in 2023? Let's look at his line. He played 136 games for this team. He was healthy. He was productive. And he was on the field a lot. He posted up a lot for a very injured Twins team. Played 136 games, hit 272, 316 on base, and he slugged 427. A 427 slugging percentage is like, that's good. Like, that's that's solid-ish. That was the highest among left-handed Twins in 2022. A 427 slugging percentage. Nick Gordon led all left-handed Twins in slugging percentage. That includes Jorge Polanco. To me, I would have guessed Polo first, Kirilov, Larnik. I'm saying preseason. Polo, Kirilov, Larnik, maybe even Louie before I would guess Nick Gordon leading all left-handed hitters in slugging percentage. I think that's a number we have to remember. The Twins need more production offensively than they got in the second half especially, but from their left-handed hitters, like it's so important. They're very left-handed, like Walner and Larnik and Kirilov and Arise and Polanco's a switch hitter and Nick Gordon. They have a lot of left-handed hitters, but they need them to stay healthy. They need them to be productive in 2023. Nikki was the best left-handed power hitter on this team in 2022. And that's a nod to him. Great year for Nick Gordon. But also, that's kind of damning for the rest of these left-handed hitters. They need to stay healthy. They need to get going. Uh, Nikki had a nice year. 113 OPS plus. He was 13% above league average. He was worth almost two wins above replacement. 28 doubles, four triples, and nine homers. For Nick Gordon, 28 doubles and four triples. I thought he hit more than nine homers, but he had a lot of extra base hits. Uh, By my count, that is 41 extra base hits for Nick Gordon. 24% strikeout rate. Walk rate was low at 4%. We know he's a hacker. But what I want to know is, and I think Twins fans want to know, was this just like Nick Gordon on a bender? Like little Nicky Gordon hitting the slugging 427 and, and with 41 extra base hits. Is this legit? For 2023 and moving forward for Nikki. And if you look at his batted ball data early in the season, uh, David Popkins, the twins hitting coach, they like had a conversation that we had heard about. It was reported that Popkins or the, the staff was saying to Nick, Hey, you're getting unlucky. You're hitting the ball hard. You're getting unlucky. You're hitting into a lot of outs. Sometimes it's hard to hear that and like trust the process, but Nick did. And they also taught him, Swing hard and elevate. His ground ball rate last year in his cup of coffee with the Twins was 50%. That's way down 
in 2022. He elevated and he swung hard. Average exit velocity, 80th percentile for Nick Gordon. Some of these numbers, I would never believe Nick Gordon would touch the 80th percentile in average exit velocity, but he did. Expected weighted on-base average is a number I really like because it's your expected. Woba weighs quality of contact and your ability not only to get on base, but the it's weighted for how you get on base. Is it a double? Is it a triple? Is it a homer? It's like an enhanced on-base percentage. And Nick, his expected weighted on-base average based on his quality of contact was in the 69th percentile among all major league hitters. So that's super encouraging. Hard hit rate, 74th percentile for Nick Gordon. He hit the ball really hard this year. And that was, it was impressive. Like the ball jumped off his bat. He went to the opposite field. He hit majestic home runs at target field, like triple deck in right out over the limestone, like way over the limestone in right field. And we know it's a tough hitters park, especially for lefties. And Nikki just made it look small barrel rate. 61st percentile so the process and that's when we ask like was this legit was this real for Nick Gordon we always have to look at the process more than the results in that case especially if it's like a one-off year where this is Nick Gordon's best power season you know of his career and the process here with his batted ball with how he's swinging with his contact it's all positive and it's all pointing to this being real for Nick Gordon he's in he's in the highest percentiles you know, in every, basically every batted ball statistic, exit velocity, expected Woba, expected slugging percentage, hard hit rate, barrel rate, which is all process. Those are process stats. And early in the season, he wasn't getting the results with that same process. He hit the ball hard all year, but in the second half, he really saw the results. You know, in the last couple of months of the season, he saw the results. There's a lot of holes in him as a hitter. You know, strikeout rate is is not great. Uh, the chase is in the seventh percentile, meaning that 93% of hitters chase less than Nick Gordon. He loves to swing. He swings a lot. He is fast, 61st percentile in sprint speed, and then outs above average, 28th percentile. So defensively, a uh, lot to uh, lot to give there, I would say. But there's a difference. Like We need to look at the difference between his infield defense and his outfield defense. We'll look at that and what that means for 2023. Um, against right-handed pitchers, Nikki had a 793 OPS weighted runs created plus. We know 100 is league average. 125 weighted runs created plus against right-handed pitchers. Numbers were way down against lefties. So, yes, he crushes righties. Can't hit lefties as a left-handed hitter. So there are holes in his game, definitely defensively as well. And that's a big question for him. Where is he going to play defensively? Where is he best defensively? We have a lot more data because he played 136 games because he bounced around. Let's look at that. And talk about what it means after this word from bet online betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports football betting this season find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find college football the nfl and it's not just football the nhl is back the nba is coming back college basketball is coming back bet online remains your continued source for all these sports, whether it's information, lines, odds, whatever you need, live betting, up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there, it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events. That includes the Major League Baseball playoffs. That includes the MMA, boxing, golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, there's no better place to go 
for the football season, for baseball playoffs, for the NHL, the NBA, whatever you're looking for, go find it at betonline.net. It is where the game starts. Defensively, how did Nicky Gordon grade in, in 2022? It's interesting. He's pretty good at second. He only played 110 innings there, but he was positive. So reminder, defensive run saved, outs above average, zero is average. So if he has zero defensive run saved, that's average. That's not like, oh, he had zero defensive. That's exi- like, that's average. You're an average defender. At short, you might guess he was not good. Negative three defensive run saved, negative one out above average in 76 and a third, made some blunders, had some throwing errors. I'm sure there are some that are not listed as errors that like defensive run saved or outs above average would pick up at short at second. Uh, left field, left field, center field, and, and in the outfield in general. So he's played a couple innings in right. But if you look at left and center, which is his biggest sample in the outfield, he's played 418 innings in left. He did in 2022, and he played 244 innings in center. All of those innings, you know, 662 innings, zero defensive runs saved. That's exactly average. And zero outs above average. That's exactly average. So Nick Gordon was an exactly average left fielder and center fielder in 2022 and I think the eye test checks out with that I think he looks a lot better in the outfield than he does on the dirt and I think the twins probably feel that way there's no chance like we're going to get out ahead of this there's no chance that Nick Corn is the twin shortstop next year no way he cannot play shortstop for this team you know as a primary he can be an emergency shortstop an emergency second baseman but I think Nick Gordon needs to mostly man outfield spots next year I think because the Twins had so many injuries, their goal is to have Nick Gordon and Gilberto Celestino platoon in center field when Byron Buxton misses time. That's their goal. Nick starts against righties in center. Celestino starts against lefties in center. That's what they want to do, I think. But because there were so many injuries in the outfield, they would have Nick in left, Celestino in center. Some days they had Nick at second because Polo was hurt and Selly in center. They, they had to use both of them down the stretch. But I think the goal, again, going into 2023 is when Buxton misses time, Nick's going to get the starts against righties and center. Sally's going to get the starts against lefties and center. That's going to be the plan. And that's a good plan because Nick has shown out. He's been league average in center field. Like he's a really valuable, I think, back like as a backup center fielder, if there's this is less of a sample, but we do have 244 innings of him out there. If that's legit him in center field being like dead league average and he's slugging the way he does. And I know he can only hit righties, but that's really valuable to have. And that's what the twins need for a backup for Byron Buxton, because he's going to miss time. You know, they need that. They need that flexibility on their roster. And Nick Gordon kind of provides that, you know, he, he can't play short. He can, but he can't, you know what I mean? He can play a little bit of second, but I prefer not. So to me, he is the backup center fielder for Byron against righties. And he can play left field. You know, also, I don't know what we're going to get from Alex Kirilov next year. You know, I don't know what Trevor Larnick's going to do. Like, can he stay healthy? Can Kirilov stay healthy? Will Kepler be on this roster? Like, is Matt Wallner ready to step into an everyday role? Nick Gordon can fill in all around the outfield. And you feel good about him against righties. Like, he's got great numbers against right-handed pitching. He did in 2022. Great numbers. Like, hits the ball hard. High OPS. High weighted runs created plus. He's a damage bat against righties. You feel decent about him in hitting fifth against a right-handed pitcher. Like he is good, legit good against righties. You don't know what you're going to get from your other left-handed outfielders. You don't even know who's going to be on the team. So to know that Nick Gordon will fill a utility role off the bench, you know, especially 
in the outfield is a guy who can hit right-handed pitching and hit for power. That's a great luxury to have for the twins. When a year ago, you know, or a year and a half ago, I was convinced we'd never seen Nick Gordon in the majors. Like he didn't do anything in the minors. He he hit well, but like he didn't do anything specifically good. He didn't play a good shortstop. He was okay. You know, he was okay hitting for average. He was okay hitting for power. He was okay getting on base. He didn't do anything particularly well. And what he's done in the majors is tapped. He's healthy. I think he's just healthy. Like that's the difference for him. He's healthy and he's been able to tap into power that we never saw. And I think he never even saw himself in the minors. And that's made him, we know who he is now. And that's just valuable. If, if you're good at one thing, that if, be good at everything, but be really good at one thing. That will keep you in the majors. You can have a 10-year career being really good at one thing. Like Kyle Garlick is really good at hitting left-handed pitching. He's been on the Twins roster now. Even though he gets hurt a lot, he doesn't play well in the outfield. He can't hit righties. He still makes the Twins roster multiple years in a row because he does one thing really well. Nick Gordon hits right-handed pitching really well. He's, he's quick, and he can play in the outfield. That's a really valuable skill set to have for a guy coming off the bench, you know, as your first guy off the bench. When I, I see Nick Gordon... Nick Gordon is also, and I say this about Gio Urshela, Nick Gordon and in his role, good teams, like the best teams in the league have somebody like Nick Gordon as their first man off the bench. Like the Dodgers have guys like Nick Gordon who just come up, Trace Thompson this year, just comes up and hits for massive power against lefties. And he fills that role for them. Nick Gordon fills that role for the twins against righties and filling in for Byron Buxton in center, hopefully in 2023. He does his role and he does it well. And that's, that's important. You know, that's an important, that's important for a team to have. You need your, you need your Buxton's to stay healthy. You need your Carlos Correa's. You need, you know, everybody, basically you need Nick Gordon. Like you need guys like Nick Gordon. And I think he can fill the same role he just did um, in 2022 and, and do it well. So the takeaways here, is this legit? Was Nick Gordon's breakout real? I think, yes, the power is legit, but. So is the chase. His expected weighted on-base average against fastballs, you'd expect 345. Very good. Against breaking balls, 332. Also good. Against off-speed, 291. And he chases a lot. So I wonder if pitchers will adjust in 2023. Right-handed pitchers will throw him more change-ups, you know, more junk out of the zone to see if he'll chase, because he will. He'll chase. He does foul off pitches, too. Like, he does a good job of, of making weak contact on pitches outside of the zone. But we'll see if pitchers adjust. They will. The, the truth of it is, you know, a lot of right-handed starters, especially in the American League Central, you know, save for Lucas Giolito, don't have a good changeup. Like, a lot of right-handed starters in Major League Baseball, we've kind of turned, and a lot of them are two-pitch pitchers, four-seamer slider. You know, four-seamer slider, they'll flip in a change to show you. Nick Gordon struggled mostly against off-speed, which is change-ups. You know, breaking balls, curveballs, sliders, he hit really well. And especially so against right-handed pitchers. And that's that's what I wonder for 2023. Are, yes, they're going to try to flip in more change-ups outside of the zone. But how many pitchers are absolutely actually able to do that? You know, can I throw my change-up for a strike and then get him to chase a change-up out of the zone? We'll see. It'll be interesting. Uh, he can't play short, as I said. Like, emergency short. Second or the outfield, preferably in the outfield for Nick Gordon in 2023. In that role that I mentioned. Backup center fielder for Byron Buxton against righties in a platoon role with Hilberto Celestino or with somebody the Twins go out and get. And maybe you move Sally back to AAA, which I think would be beneficial for them. 
Uh, super solid utility, man. I, shout out Nick Gordon. I said that a lot this year. Shout out Nick Gordon. Have a night, Nick Gordon. It's um, it's cool to watch him come up and do this. Like It's cool to watch a season that he just had when players become guys you never thought or never envisioned them becoming. Like when the Twins drafted Nick Gordon fourth overall or whatever it was, the previous regime drafted Nick Gordon. They drafted Nick because they expected to get like a burner on the bases who played a solid shortstop, who was your leadoff man, a contact oriented, you know, Louisa rise type hitter. He's not that at all. He's like the opposite of that. And it's, it's true for Byron Buxton as well. Like they're not that guy. They're not who you think they would be because they're fast, because when they came up, that's what they were touted for. They become completely different players and they find new strengths and they find power and they find ways to add value. That's not what you expected it to be. And that's true for Nick Gordon. He's very valuable for reasons, you know, off the bench for reasons I didn't envision and a lot of twins and the twins I'm sure didn't envision for Nick Gordon. So it's special to see. It's really fun to watch, uh, you know, guys come up and do that. And for Nick, like I expect him to have a sizable role moving forward for this club. And I expect him to hit in the middle of the order against right-handed pitching. And if he's not, and he's at the bottom of the order, man, that's a deep team. You know, it gets deep. The lineup gets deep. If you got Nick Gordon batting eighth or ninth, you know, against a right-handed pitcher, I would feel great about that. Hopefully they get to a spot health-wise, they get to a spot depth-wise where Nick Gordon is hitting eighth or ninth against a right-handed pitcher in 2023, in 2024, in 2025. But have a year, Nicky Gordon. Uh, the review on his season is, is I was surprised. He was the biggest surprise for me this year. Um, the power and, and what he did in 136 games, hit for a high average, hit for power, 41 extra base hits, almost two wins above replacement. Have a year, Nick Gordon. Shout out, Nick Gordon. Shout out to you for listening to this episode of Lockdown Twins. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. We'll be back Sunday night. Look at the outfield, Alex Kirilov, Sunday night. Join me then. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.